is dead. I am holding in my hand a small box of chocolate buns. Hello, and welcome to There Will Be Drinking Recaps Twin Peaks Episode 7. This one's called Realization Time. We're your hosts. Uh, hey, Murda. What's up? Uh, What's I'm, up, Kate? I'm Kate. What's up? How you doing? I'm pretty well. <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm uh, I'm going to chug the rest of this Laura Palmer. What? Because I want to throw from my... Her, from her lady, her wine gina. Sorry, we were making that joke earlier. Yeah, if you spill wine on your vagina, or if you have your period, it's a wine gina. Yeah. Sorry to be gross, guys. <laughs> um, what? I'm just thinking, too, like, what what capacity could you chug a Laura Palmer besides this cocktail? If Laura, if you were chugging Laura Palmer, I guess you could say... Oh, interesting. I could say, you could say that her child, if she, if she lived to have a child, was chugging her Laura Palmer. Right, because it was directly feeding the nutrients off of her. Right. Right. Um... Yeah, I'm just chugging this drink. Okay. <laughs> okay <cool. laughs> because because we we you know, guys, we're trying to be better for you. You know? It's all about self improvement okay. here. At, getting at drunk. We'll be drinking. Getting drunk is for self improvement. It's for self improvement and self um stuff. <laughs> I was thinking realization time. was there a lot of realizations that happened in this In this episode? Yeah. Um Maybe, maybe again. for us, maybe there was. Yeah. I think for us there was, but not for the people involved. There wasn't a lot of light bulbs. I mean, Audrey had some moments. There were some light. Yeah, it wasn't any more light bulbs than any other episode. I agree with that. So it was kind of like, yeah, it was just as exciting as every other episode. <laughs> this wasn't like the craziest shit to ever happen ever. But it is our second to last episode. Of season of the the, of pen, the first the, season the penultimate episode of season one, yeah, is that what that means? Yep, the one before the yep. last uh-huh. penultimate. Okay, yes, words I learned from Meredith on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> What's stuff having to do with movies and yeah, pop the denouement <laughs> and penultimate, which really are kind of the same thing, aren't they? Pretty close. Okay. Yeah, I'm really. <laughs> I'm really good at closing time. The closing You're time. You're an expert on resolution. I know all the words of closing time. <laughs> okay, start. <laughs> if I, closing time. time. One last time for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beer. Okay. I closing oh. time. There's another verse. Okay. Something, something, something. But right you can't the- stay. Yeah. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home. Okay. You guys. I used to work at a bar where they played that every night at closing time, and I hated that song. Yeah. I I think I just listened to it a lot when it was like in that. I mean, yeah, it was really popular. No, there's like that weird time. In the early aughts, we were transitioning to like Napster from 
from like top 40s radios. <laughs> yeah, there was a moment there when you were talking, when you were like in the early aughts when we were transmitting from naps. And I was like, yeah, in like 2001, I was still taking naps. <laughs> you, know, the, you know, those middle school years. Well, you know, like when, when the radio was kind of putting pot alternative music on. Yeah. I don't know. Post grunge, yeah, yeah, it was a weird time. It was a weird time. It for was us all one hit wonders, like closing time. Yeah, I remember other ones, but not. I don't. It was remember a time in my life when I discovered downloading illegal music and porn at the same time. <laughs> oh, also like uh, Google Dolls, right? That's a time. When oh they were my pop- god, Matchbox Twenty. Yes, that was uh, another one. Third eye for the third, third eye, eye blind. blind. <laughs> third eye for the blind. Third eye for the blind. <laughs> we all got third eyes for the blind. <laughs> no, but they don't even have one. I know. All right. What do they need a third one for? Why don't we get to recapping? Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. We had it. We had some technical difficulties before this, and I was gonna throw my computer, so we had to like I had we to had cool to, down. We had to unwind. I had to do a little cool down. So let's get into this episode. <laughs> All right, guys. So. As we know, we ended the last episode with uh, Audrey and Agent Cooper about to fuck. About to fuck. There was but also one didn't. important thing that happened in the last episode. Oh, Leo was shot. Yeah, he was shot. And we don't know. We just saw a water. We just ended right. that scene with a waterfall. Mm-hmm. So what that what that meant, we don't know. Mm-mm. Well, so one thing is Agent Cooper and Audrey do not fuck. Nope. I was... Very certain that was going to happen. I thought this was the penultimate moment to their fucking. <laughs> it didn't it happen. didn't happen. And Agent Cooper, this was a really weirdly acted scene for me. It was uncomfortable. Because he seemed like he was really trying to pull from like his, simp- like his em- the sympathy and the empathy mm-hmm. of his mm-hmm. like soul. Yes. But Agent Cooper's a little bit like a robot. Yes. I, I'm sorry. I'm there. You'll hear clicking in the background. I want to contact the research team and find out. Um, the name of this actor. Oh, okay. Because I feel Kyle like he was Kyle McLaughlin. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Because he wasn't really. He hasn't really been in much else. He's been in other things, but I can't remember other things but at the top like of my head right now. So yeah, yeah Kyle McLaughlin. He's great. I love him. But mm-hmm. he was. He's, this was a very weirdly acted scene for me because he was like, "You don't need a lover. You need a friend, Audrey. You need someone to listen to." Right. And he's like, "I'm gonna get us a milkshake, and you get dressed." Yeah, and his other reasoning was like, you're a teenage girl and I work for the government. Yeah. And my first thought was like, well, what about Anthony Weiner? Well, his exact quote was, what I want and what I need are two different things. Which is awkward to say to a teenage girl. That's naked in front of you. <laughs> Cooper, don't even admit that you want that. Like, that's... He's, yeah, don't even... Like, we know. You don't have to say it out loud. Exactly. You fucking... Uh, I love Cooper, but this moment was odd. (laughs) You perv. Oh, and also, she was like, don't you have secrets? And And he he says, no. No. And I was like, you liar. Yeah. You stupid liar. You shady. Okay, All right, so we leave this weirdly acted scene, and we go to the police station. Mm -hmm. I guess he spends all night listening to her, because Agent Cooper cannot, he's easily could sleep or not sleep. Right. He only had, he's, even when he's sleeping, he's, He's dreaming about the case. He's always working. Right. He's a str- he's a very hardworking man. Yep. So he heads to the police station, and Lucy and Officer Andy Brennan have make make awkward conversation as well. Yeah. She gets a phone call from a doctor, what? and we find out that she's been sick. So obviously she's pregnant or dying. Mm, you think? I mean, I don't know. 
I'm just throwing it out there. We don't know, you know. She's pregnant. I'm not saying that this this show doesn't. That's true. I guess she. You could. know, it doesn't follow normal things. <laughs> she and then it does at the same time. What kind it's of weird? If she's sick, what do you think she's got? Cancer. Cancer. Lymphoma. I was thinking Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> From all that time in the woods. Yeah. All right, I take it back. She doesn't have cancer. She has restless leg syndrome. No. <laughs> Munchausen's. You have to have a kid for Munchausen's, I think. Oh, well, Munchausen's by proxy. You can have Munchausen's where you pretend to be sick, and Munchausen's by proxy is when you're pretending your child or someone close to you is sick. Yeah, I think she's... I think she's... I don't know. Yeah, Munchausen's interesting. I'm gonna go... I like that. I don't know what Lucy okay. has. She okay. obviously has OCD, by the way those donuts are. That's, that's a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. All right. So they're also at the at the station. They're they're trying to uh, Jack get some information from Jack Reno's bird because clearly only non-human and inanimate inanimate objects are the best witnesses in Twin Peaks. And dreams. For, for dreams. Don't forget about dreams. No one, no actual people have come forth with any information from Lola McCarty. No. All the That's information useful. these people have is false. All the useful stuff is from dead people. Is from, yeah. From logs. birds or logs. Dreams. <laughs> or missing Random people. photos. Yeah. Nudie magazines. So they're trying to get some information from Jack those birds they leave like a a a micro a a micro a a tape recorder that's triggered by talking so it's it's just sitting there all the time um is that a thing i'm sorry that exists yeah i want to get one of those yeah oh yeah i want a tape recorder that's triggered when you start talking yeah that would be interesting things could get weird in this house if we did that oh i want that all right so jacques renault we find out too is uh was working at one eye jacks Oh, that makes sense. So that's so, but unfortunately, because they're, you know, they're they're none of them are they're they're all out of it's all out of their jurisdiction because one of right. Jacks is in Canada, right? But regardless, uh, they're but not for uh, what's his face for Big Cooster. Ed. Well, I don't coop sauce. Can the FBI go cross borders? Um, I feel like they have a friendly probably with relationship Canada. with Canada. Well. What regardless, they they decide that they need some outside of outside help as well. Yeah. Um, the Bookhouse Boys, which is also Big Ed as well. Oh yeah, that's right. That's their secret society. The next scene, we get Bobby lurking into walking up to Shelley's house to try and see what happened, and right. immediately without any no explanation, no with and with no no set, lead up. N- and no, Nothing. I'm trying to say, find the right word. It's no, there's no uh, linger, like there's no moment of of doubt. There's no moment of realization. Yeah. Despite the fact that we're in realization exactly. time. There's no moment of doubt. They immediately sh- give us a shot of Leo alive and looking outside. He's a little bloody. He's a little bloody. It looks like she, he was shot in the arm. Okay. By Shelly. Sure. And she, he's straight up like spying on Shelly and sees Bobby walk up into and his And says house. something like, Bobby, I'd see you or something I'm gonna like that. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Well, you know, Leo is a fucking crazy person. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a given. Right. Uh, Shelly's hysterical, of course, and is afraid, totally afraid Leo's going to kill her. What is he going to do? And Bobby makes a promise to deal with Leo and James. And I'm also, the number one question is, at this point, why does he give a fuck about James still? 
Yeah, that was weird to me. It was also weird to me that it was Bobby was referring to himself in the third person. Yeah, that's true. He was like, bit. don't worry, baby, Bobby's here. And I was like, this is not the time for that, Bobby. <laughs> but then again, you are 18. Um, yeah, he was like, I'll take care of James. And I was like, James has been busy with Donna well, and it's, for many episodes. Yeah, and I mean, it's clear that you were already sleeping with Shelly when, when you were still seeing Laura. So you did the same thing, like to to be that concerned. It this Laura's also, dead. Like, we've gone. Laura's past, dead. Laura's dead. We've gone past the issue with James. We're just so far beyond it. There's so many other things going. James on. James is the least interesting person in Twin Peaks. Oh, leave, oh, definitely. Like leave him the fuck alone. Like if James died in the next episode, I would be I, fine I would, with it. I would. Be thankful. Have no feelings when it happened, and then immediately forget that he ever existed. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, speaking of James, though, we, Maddie, Donna, and James, and we ended the last episode mm-hmm. uh, that Maddie found rec- uh, some rec- tape, rec- tape cassettes um, with what we presume is Laura's thoughts or some sort of, right. just, I need something for, for pertaining to Laura. Right. Um, private thoughts are on them. So they get, all, all three of them get together and they're listening to the tapes. And basically, they, we, They've been. She's been recording them for Doctor Jacoby. Again, so weird. Yes. So I guess I don't know. Like I guess they worked. The, I don't know why it worked out, but she did kind of acknowledge that it was easier for her to talk to the cassettes. Yeah, but she was also like a phone sex worker. Yes. Yeah, hey, yeah. hey, doc. Yeah. I know you like me. Oh, guys. Like well, me. yeah, she did say that exactly. She said that it's very easy for her to get men to like her. Yeah, and and acknowledging that like her therapist wants to fuck her, and th- it just oh, it's oh, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's lots of things about Laura, which uh, that's the other thing in the first scene with Audrey and Cooper. He uh, Audrey says Laura had many secrets, and he goes, "I know. It's my job to find out." <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like peeling an onion with Laura Palmer. Yeah. So, uh, so speaking also of Audrey, we finally get Audrey working at the perfume counter. Mm, yes. And I think this is where, I guess, the realization time happens. Yeah. 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 I would say. Some strings come together. Yeah. So she's working at the perfume counter. There's a perfume just for Invitation of Love I want to mention, which is amazing. Oh. There was like a nice, like, um, cardboard like pot like stand-up poster of one of the invitation of love ladies okay okay um and audrey while she's at work she sneaks into emory's office hides in his closet yeah and overhears another girl that's working at the perfume counter with her jenny they both sit down with emory they jenny and emory sit down he gives her a gift says that she's doing really great at the club and and asking if she wants to continue going mm-hmm. and if and if she ever wants to work in a, a fuller capacity as like a hostess, cocktail waitress, or a hospitality girl, which essentially is an escort, mm-hmm. um, it you know the sky's the limit. Whatever she wants, her dreams may come true. Uh, and uh-huh. he gives as she's sitting there and like kind of saying, "Hey, if you want to keep coming and working here, yeah." She give he gives Emery gives Jenny a card for to and to ask for Black Rose, right? Which is obviously the Madame at One Eye Jack's Blackie. And the interesting thing too is is still after the, uncomfortable that yeah, that's her name. I know, but whatever. It's totally weird. <laughs> the two of them leave Emery and Jenny, um, and Audrey goes up to his desk, and there's a black book with a whole bunch of ladies. 
listed in it with hearts next with, to their yes. names. Which is odd. Well, and there's different amounts of hearts. Right. So Renette's name is in there, but Laura's is not. Right. So it kind of, it brings their association with One-Eyed Jack's, you know, as I mean, besides the fact that one, they work with Jacques. Right. We knew that they were associated with Jacques. Jacques worked at One-Eyed Jack's. They also work at Ben Horn. So clearly this is all the same thing. Yeah. But it's weird that Laura's name was not listed in there. Yeah. I thought, like, why would they not? I will. I don't know. So. Uh, yeah, maybe she, who knows. Yeah. Uh, next we get a scene at Double R Diner. Mm-hmm. And Hank seems to be being, he's still trying to be charismatic and charming with all the ladies in his life to try and get him, get in good graces and not be shady. Well, and but what's his motivation, Of right? course. Yeah. yeah. So, but he's asking, he's like thanking Shelly for being a big help to right. Norma while he's in jail and seeing, and he basically asks questions to Shelly to see how involved Big Ed was in, in the diner operations and also Norma's mm-hmm. life while he was in jail. He's like, he clearly is, has it out for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get, of course, then after that, we get a good moment with Agent Cooper and some coffee, which is always nice. Um, I'm going to, I want to read what he says. Yeah, go he ahead. Says, Every day, once a day, give yourself a present. <laughs> treat yourself. I know. He, the original treat yourself. I know. I was great. I was like, yeah, he's right. Fuck. Yeah, what 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 did you give yourself as a present today? Ooh. Smorgasbord? Uh, yeah, I had a I had a uh fried chicken biscuit with some habanero honey chutney. You think that was more of a gift than the ooey gooey cake? No, they were both gifts. I was greedy <laughs> today. <laughs> they were good. And now I'm having a drink. A Laura Palmer. Yeah, which we should talk about, but I'll wait till my We part. already mentioned it. Yeah, we mentioned it, but we didn't say it was in it. Okay. I'll get there. Don't well, worry. Well, I got you. I'll, I got you. I'll interrupt in the middle. We'll we'll mention it. Oh, yeah. The we're top mention of, it. The top of your part of the segment. You got it, girl. I'm almost there. I know. Uh, so then we get another scene back at the perfume counter, and um, and she's Je- Jenny seems to be leaving for the day, but she kind of decides that she she mentions that that Emery has taken her to the same club that she has, mm-hmm. but she ha- and you know kind of tries to get in. Jenny's. Audrey is saying this to Jenny. Audrey is saying yeah. this to Jenny, trying to be like, oh, my God, Emery, he takes all of the ladies there. I have so many of the same gifts that you received, a, a oh, glass, yeah. a crystal unicorn. So sly. So sly. And uh, she mentions that she f- she misplaced uh, Black Rose's phone number and asks if she has it. So she writes down what, you know, the, the business card, for the yeah. number from the business card that she received, that Jenny received from Emery. Jenny the dum-dum. And she's pretty much calls the number, like, the moment she walks away, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, at the very least, like, why would she not talk to, to, to Cooper with? Right. First, at the very, which is interesting because she seems fine with, like, including him on most of her plans, but whatever. Right. Um. Then we get a shot of uh, Nadine oh. and, and Big Ed. Oh, and my the, God. Watching Invitation of Love. Oh, my God, Meredith. What? Pirate lady's back. Yeah, she's losing it. She's, lo- yeah. What, what was this discussion even about? I'm unclear. You missed it? Okay, well, she, first she goes, I'm eating bonbons, which we both know is no, bad. No, no, I know that she's her. an amazing figure. Yeah, she, I know she's eating bonbons, but I'm unclear what they're she's, talking about. She's exactly. saying that they were rejected for the drape runners for like a patent. Oh, I did, I did miss that conversation. Because <laughs> remember the greasy drape runners that were yeah. quiet? Yeah, and and Ed was like, which this guy has it's a fucking insane person gold. for a wife. He, he and has he, a heart of gold. 
And he is being so nice to her and she's terrible human. And he's like, it's okay, honey, don't give up. You know, you are going to get that patent for your crazy, that's filthy what, drape what, runners. And I was like, this man's a good husband. He is a good husband. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the fact that he's been cheating on her for years. She deserves it. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> she only has one eye. How's she going to see it happen? I don't yeah, no depth perception. They could just be having sex in the left side of the room and just she'll be fine. On the left side. <laughs> She'd never know. She'd never know. She, she'd just be rowing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like, I hear something, but I it's can't fine. see it. Anyway. It's invitation of love. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. That's what she'd think. Um the last scene for me this week is that Truman goes to visit Jocelyn and he's like, yo lady, I know that you were at the great Northern hotel on Tuesday. What? What was up with that? Yes. What was that bullshit? Yes. And Jocelyn said that she, you know, she had suspicions about Ben Horn and Catherine being together. Yeah. And no one believed. And, and Truman was like, you wanted proof or she says to Truman, you wanted proof. So I followed them and I took pictures and now she knows Catherine's plan to burn down the mill and bring Jocelyn down. Yes. And she's really scared. But we also know that Jocelyn's also a pretty shady character as yeah, well. Yeah, we just learned that recently. So uh, the fact that she said that, I'm like, mm-hmm. I know. Okay, I have two things to say before we move on to my segment. Yes. About this last scene with uh-huh. Jocelyn and, and Harry. Yeah. I'll just read what I wrote. The way Josie talks is so fucking annoying. Oh, my God. Speak up. You're human. Yes. She she walks up and she's like, I, I was here the other day. Well, she's, she's a victim all the time. And then she's also like when she's when she's feeling impassioned, she's like, I just can't take it anymore. I'm so, I'm so angry. And you can like hear the wetness in her mouth. I'm like, I can't. I can't handle it. I hope she dies. And speaking of which, yes, she's talking about the fire that they're planning to do, which, oh, my God, every character in this freaking show has been talking about the fire. Can we just light shit up already? <laughs> yes. Like, and take Josie down. <laughs> yeah, Let's I just, mean. It, there's I a think- bunch of people I would put in that factory. Let me think. Hmm. Um, James, number one. James, Josie, uh, all the Icelanders. Uh, <laughs> um. Hank, I guess he bores yeah, me. Definitely well, Leo. Like, but get I out think of my Hank, face. I think Hank is going to start becoming a pretty I'm interesting also villain. Over Donna and Madeline. Just yeah, most of the people could go in there, and we could light it on fire, and I'd be like, oh, okay, this is a great resolution yeah. to this story. Okay, cool. I'm, um, <laughs> we're, we got we at least got all the the fringe out of the way. All the fringe. <laughs> um. So I would like to talk about what we're drinking today. Yeah, please. Real quick. Please mention it. It's tea-infused bourbon and lemon juice. It's called the Laura Palmer. If you haven't had it by now, then you're making a really big mistake. This podcast brought to you by the Laura Palmer. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Arnold Palmer, although they're Copyright both Copyright and trademark. <laughs> Copyrighted and trademarked. Patent um, pending. What else did I want to mention? Oh, hey, guys. You should follow us. On uh, Facebook.com slash There Will Be Drinking. TWBD Podcast. Oh, TWB Podcast. Um, we're TWBD Podcast on Twitter. And we're uh, There Will Be Drinking on Instagram. You nailed it, girlfriend. And we are Because I always do on, this part. I'm impressed. 
I know shit. I listen. <laughs> yeah, but you're just forgetful, and it's not. Oh yeah, no, so the that's fact that true. You just that, I'm impressed. And um, you should subscribe to us on iTunes because it helps us with our and rate. Um, no, rating oh, is god, the most you important. Rate us. Oh god, you gotta get on there. Click, click, <laughs> click, 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 click those stars. Rate. Click, 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 click those stars. Yeah. Give those stars some love. And we're actually we're also um like that. Are you giving us love stars? I am. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we can do more stuff and, you know, we're thinking about like a, an outdoor live screening of the first episode of Showtime. We're thinking about our own webpage. We're thinking about things that I'm just throwing at Meredith right now she'd never heard of. I like all those ideas. <laughs> um, we're thinking about t-shirts. Oh, t-shirts. So. Ooh. Yeah, don't. You're really thinking Don't big. go cray cray. No, t-shirts just, are big. I'm just brainstorming right now. What if I throw out an idea and you don't like it? We're thinking about buying a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, moving on to the second we, half of the episode. What if, what if what if I got a really lifelike dead Laura Palmer? And, no, no, and, and every no, it's terrible. And a couple, just whenever you least expect it, <laughs> I put I put it in bed with you. <laughs> or, okay, that's fine. Or, or put it in the bathroom while you're showering. That's fine, because I know you take a steamy shower, so you won't yep, even I notice. I won't even notice. <laughs> that's totally fine. The only reason I would ever find that acceptable is if you record me finding it. <laughs> Every time you do it, you have well, to record me. I'll do that. I'll do that while finding. with our new recorder. Okay, great. That's voice activated. Okay. <laughs> That it will be in Laura's dead fake body. <laughs> All right. I'm um, ready. If anybody has prosthetic skills <laughs> and they want to get us together and make this corpse, that would be super yes. helpful. Okay, now we're on our second half of, <laughs> of this episode. Um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna speed round this because stuff happens. But like, let's face it, we want to get to the last episode. Yeah. Cooper, Ed, and Harry are dressed up real fancy, and they're going to One-Eyed Jacks, and they're taking gambling money that they got from the FBI. Yeah, and that's cool. But he plans to bring back more than that, because he doesn't like to steal government money. Right. And and then Sheriff Harry Truman is like, hey, Cooper, there's stuff going on with Josie. Let me tell you about it. We already know what that is, so we just told you. No need there. Um, Now we're with Catherine, and Catherine is looking over paperwork brought in from some insurance guy that has to do with Josie getting a million dollars from something. I guess that's the thing burns down. I think they're putting a a life insurance policy on Josie, which is what people do before they kill them. (laughs) Oh... Okay, I didn't get that. All H. I know. H.H. H. Holmes did that with all the people he murdered. Who's H.H. H. Holmes? We well, don't have time for this. He's like the most prolific serial killer. Like he, he Meredith, right after Jack the Ripper. We don't have time for this. I gotta get through the rest of this episode. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> all I know is that this insurance guy was like really looking to get on some shady fraud shit and get bribed. And he was into it. He might have wanted to bang Catherine. Who knows? She bangs everybody. Yeah. All right. Uh, Audrey slips a note under Cooper's door and yes. it's like really Jones before I'm walking in the like, hallway. She's like, where are you? I have information And for then you. she sees some rando Asian guy going into a room. And that was a weird lingering moment where I'm like, he's probably important. Okay. Yeah, well, it's kind of like a, it's like a David Lynch motif, like Whatever. whatever yeah right <laughs> like, whatever <laughs> so now we're okay now we're wiring everybody up for one eye jacks yes and while we're doing that the bird the bird gets killed by someone yes. i didn't see who killed him i don't leo I don't, 
Oh, Leo canceled. <laughs> it shows Leo's face. Do you I have missed that. The, I was taking notes. Did you about, write down what the bird said? Yeah, okay, I did. You, there was a, the voice activated recorder was going, and it's like. Are you going to say, like, the bird? Lara, Lara, don't. And then I didn't really understand what I said, but there. it was like, it was like, don't hurt him. Don't go there. Stop oh. it. You're hurting me. You're hurting me. And then Leland, no. I thought it was Leo, stop. Leo, stop? I don't know. It stop, was, Leo. Stop, you know, Leo. You know, it's the 90s, the recording equipment. Anyway. I thought it was stop, Leo, stop, it might Leo. Have, it might have been. Which just uh, makes knows, sense why Leo might. just killed the bird. Yes, fine. <laughs> fine. Okay. So now we're one-eyed jags <laughs> after this information. And uh, Blackie and Cooper are flirting, and Ed is kind of terrible at flirting and then becomes really great at flirting. Woohoo! And then also Cooper... Is looking fly in those glasses. Yeah, I'm into it. He's he the will, first time where I looked at him. She said and I was that like, he. You're a hot, he hot, said, hot. Did he say that she that he looked, looked like, like Cary Grant? Grant. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, I love. There's a moment where they're like in the shadows, and Cooper starts talking into his cufflink. Right. And I was like, "You look like a cop now." Well, I like that. That Ed is wearing like a wig. And a mustache. But, he looks so but silly. But Cooper just put on glasses. And Cooper just put on glasses. Yeah. So then there's talking into the to Hawk over the thing, and then Cooper's like, "Let's go gamble, motherfucker!" And I like this line where he was like, "Let's go gamble," because I was like, "Isn't everyone on this show gambling?" Yeah. With something. <laughs> okay. All right. Now Madeline is leaving the Palmer household and Leland wakes up and sees her leave and she's got on a blonde wig and she looks just like Laura and she meets up with, with uh, Donna and James um, and Donna has a camera. Who knows where they're going? I think we're going to Dr. Jacoby, right? Because we were going to call they're, him. That's what they're trying to figure out. Right. They're trying to, there's a myth, there was a missing cassette. And they're trying and to find from it. From the day that she left. So they're trying right. to figure out what that missing cassette right. was and, and now, what it said on there. And now we're back at the Great North, North whatever. Great yeah. Northern Hotel. The Great North Hotel. Or Great Northern, the place where the Icelanders are. And they're singing 99 Bottles of Beers a Wall, except in Icelandic. And then Ben Horn pretends. Like, he doesn't know that song, but he does. And then my favorite part of this episode, Ben and Jerry Horn are eating ice cream. Yeah, that's my favorite part of this episode as well. They're they're eating ice cream. <laughs> so simple. Ben and Jerry are eating ice cream. I just... Yeah, it's that made me smile. Okay. Was, yeah, it was great. All right. So you didn't now, notice it. I was like, are Ben and Jerry eating ice cream right now? And you're like, yeah. Yeah. yeah so then, are. and then Ben gets a, <laughs> Ben gets a call and it's from Hank and Josie who are like putting clothes on. We don't know what they're doing. It doesn't well, matter. We know that they're all in it together. We know that I Josie guess. and Hank are associated somehow when he right. like sent her that, that dot three domino, whatever. And we're at, oh, I'm sure that's so important in but so many ways. I'm sure someone's written important. an essay on that domino. It is important, but I don't know what, we don't know what their relationship is yet. I'll bet there's a 60,000 word essay out there about that domino. Absolutely. Yeah. About any David Lynch scene period. Right. Okay. And now um, Audrey is meeting with Black Rose at uh, what this place One-Eyed called? Jacks. One-Eyed Jacks. Isn't that another term for a penis? Jack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jack. 
He gave us the thumbs up. Yo, he gave us the thumbs up. All right, guys, confirmed. <laughs> One eye jacks, another term for a penis. It took okay. us seven episodes to get there. Finally. But we, we're, we're finally picking up what they're putting so, down. So she's meeting with Blackie. <laughs> and my first thought was, okay, she's going to try and be a hooker. But isn't her dad going to come in? Isn't that weird for her? Everyone is going to be coming in. Dad, I'm a hooker. Um, Did she know that, pa- whatever, that also her, her main interest, Cooper, is there at the moment? I'm oh, not sure. Oh, shit. Shit's about good, to go down at is one Is that a good could, moment for them to bang that she's pretending to be a hooker and he's sure, pretending to be sure. a gambler? Sure, sure. they're both faking it. Sure. hey Sure, yeah. I, I actually like to point out as well, and it's also, it's across the border. So, you know, what happens so in Canada Everything's in Canada. illegal in Canada. <laughs> but also I want to point out, too, that Ben and Jerry, when they were together, they apparently the Icelanders know about One-Eyed Jacks and want to go there and have a signing party. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I heard for, about that. For their investments. Yeah. So literally everyone is about to be there. Okay. So the next moment where Audrey is talking to Black Rose, I wrote yes. a lot about this. So I'm okay. just going to read in my notes what I wrote about it. Yeah. It was very important to me. Do it. I wrote, are we legit tying a knot of a cherry stem with our tongue right now? Are we in middle school? Is this a thing that people find sexy? This is not proof of blowjob skills. God damn it. All the men involved in this, you're stupid. Well, I think it's like a 90s thing, too. Yeah, I'm not going to go into the details about how, like, tying a knot with a cherry stem and, like, you have to use your teeth for that. And why are you using your teeth during a blowjob? And how is this, like, a euphemism for it? It just doesn't make sense. It's one of those things that's like, you know, women who think they can wear tank tops that are racer backs, but they have regular bras on and somehow that works. It doesn't work, ladies. <laughs> it doesn't work. I don't want to see your bra straps. Just don't wear a bra. It's cool. I'd rather see your floppy titties, okay? Just putting it out there, people. No more bra straps. No more cherry stems. In fact, why why do they even serve cherries with the stems on? They come off so easy. Just take them off. Nobody eats the fucking cherry stem. Just take it off. What, are we going to confuse them with olives? Like, what? <laughs> I'm really angry about this. <laughs> but in the next scene, yes. what instantly made me come out of my anger and be super happy right. was Dr. Jacoby was drinking a drink with like a thousand pieces of fruit in it. <laughs> I know. It had like a cherry and like a pineapple and like an orange, and it was in a fancy cup. And we it need did to find not a belong. We need to find a reason to make a tiki drink soon. Oh, and, you're I, so right. I really want to make a. Doctor Jacoby's drinking like he's in a fucking resort. I was like, what is who? What what who? Skirt girl walked up and handed people you that. Are, dude, people are really into having like that as like their drink. A lot. Wait, <laughs> hang on. What? Tiki, tiki drinks are a big thing. Where? On the internet. I <laughs> <laughs> that you thought that was funny. Of course, that's the answer. <laughs> You're right. I can't. I don't have any rebuttal to that. You're so right. Of course, that's the answer. Okay. We could go to a Polynesian restaurant today and get a tiki drink. No problem. All right. And that's also another thing. All right. Just like poke bowls are becoming a thing. That's a Hawaiian thing. Okay. All right. I believe it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, anyway, we call Dr. Jacoby, who is on a constant vacation in his mind. 
And <laughs> it's Madeline, and she's pretending to be Laura. And then they show him the video where she's holding up a newspaper, which is like, like that's something they do in elementary school mu- movies. Anyway, it's fine. So it's like proof that she's actually Laura when she's not. She's Madeline. Right. And then there she says, meet me at this place. And he's like, oh, I got to leave Hawaii to get there. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't like leaving Hawaii, yeah. Right, and then, okay, and then as they're meeting him, Bobby comes out of nowhere well, and well, shoves no, a no. very awkward-looking piece You're, of paraphernalia. You forgot to mention that as Maddie, Jack, Dr. Jacoby leaves to meet Maddie, uh-huh. Donna and James go to his office. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, go, sure. Donna and James yeah. go to their office to try and get the tape. To try and get the tape. And then that's... and. Then that's Bobby's moment to mess up James. She's like, he's like, I'm taking I'm down James. Fuck James up. I I guess I don't I, have a reason. I'm an angry teenager. Yeah, he puts a powdery substance in a. He puts something inside Felix, of a condom. Felix, yeah, <laughs> and shoves it into the I, gas tank. My guess was gunpowder. I don't know. He's an was, idiot. Yeah. They're all idiots. To try. I do have to say, originally I was annoyed at how stupid all these characters was, and then living life, I realized that people are stupid, and this is a really good representation about how like some people are smart, but most people are fucking dumb. Right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess this is true. Do you to, think true that, to life? How do you feel about Doctor Jacoby? I think he's smart. I think he's smart too. Should he's on. Do- he's on my. He's on my good list. You just gave me a thumbs up. I love that. <laughs> Give me more thumbs up all the time, please. Especially when we're recording audio. I need thumbs up. Okay. All right. Um, Meredith. Yeah. What do you think Agent Cooper was typing in his memo well, calculator this week? Um. Oh yeah, that was the end of it, wasn't it? Was, yeah. Oh well, Laura. I guess Maddie was. People were like watching Maddie. In the park oh, while she's yeah. waiting for Dr. Who knows? Dr. We'll Jacobi, never know the answers Jacobi. to these random asides. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. What is Agent Cooper typing into his calculator this week? Yeah. Um, I think he was writing down the formula for always getting 21 in blackjack or winning at blackjack. Like counting cards? Yes. That's cool. Because he always comes back with more money. Okay. Right. I don't know what that formula is. Uh, you just count You count how many cards have been used in the amount of decks that they're shuffling with. And then you like add up what the statistics are for the cards coming out for you to win. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. He wrote that in a very short form. You just watch <laughs> into a thermal calculator. Okay. I think Agent Cooper is looking up all the states where you can bang somebody who's uh, under 18. Like, 16. <laughs> I'm not, like, I'm not talking pedophilia. I'm just saying, like, in Florida, if you're 21 and the girl's 17, it's legal, technically. But if he's a federal agent, doesn't he have to follow federal law? No. He just has to follow regular laws. <laughs> okay. The federal, there's no federal law that says you can't bang someone you're who's right. of a certain age. It's state by state. You're right about oh that. Oh, my God. States' rights. <laughs> Oh my god, some states want you to bang 16-year-olds and some don't. I don't want big government coming in here and telling me I can't bang 16-year-olds, Meredith. How dare you? How dare you? 
<laughs> do you know how much I love lacrosse teams? <laughs> so say, much. I was going to say, why did you just turn into a valley girl? <laughs> because valley girls like banging lacrosse teams, even when I'm in my 50s and I work for the government. Okay? Cool. I know I'm a post office worker, but I don't have to answer to those goddamn federal laws. Anyway, Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. Who's your favorite minor character in this episode? Oh, this is a hard one. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Maddie. Yeah. All right. Fine. I'm gonna go with Maddie. Cool. She's like she first of all because she like in the beginning when she first showed up she clearly hasn't seen anybody or been in Tweed Peaks for like 15 years. Yeah. And she's ready to throw herself in, not give a fuck. Yeah. I'm interested in that. Cool. All right. My favorite minor character was Jenny, the really stupid perfume sales girl. Right. Because she's just dumb. and But also, like, dumb but, like, sexually empowered. She's like, I'm stupid, but I'm going to get rich men's money. She's hot. Give me that money, bitch boys. Okay. Uh, who, ki- <laughs> who killed Laura? Good I'm gonna go with Agent Cooper this week. What? Again. Again. <laughs> sure. I've said it before. You know what? Sure. Mostly because he says he has no secrets, and I'm like, that is a goddamn what lie. Whatever happened to Mike and what's his face? Mike in and the, the one armed man. Yeah, like, is that all gonna come together in the next episode? Or are we gonna continue down this rabbit hole of things I don't, that don't yeah, make sense? I don't know. I mean,. In reality, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick a different choice. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the bird. The bird did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. Uh, I'm gonna say Donna. Donna some... to the end. Donna to the end. Donna killed that bitch. Donna. The she bird killed was... that bitch. She's getting Bobby to kill James. The bird was Donna's framing in line Leo. with Hank. Donna gave Hank the three-sided die. I don't know. Yeah, that's what happened. Got it. Yeah. All right, guys. Okay, guys. Have Thanks a good for week. listening. Have a good rate week. and subscribe. Rate and, rate and, rate and subscribe. Mothership podcast should be coming out soon. Oh yeah. Listen there as well. Okay. Bye. Bye.